previously on Taverns and Caverns. Cat and Co, along with that dirtbag Camaros, that snippy ass Amiris, finally make our way into the Goldberry Keep Ruins. We encountered some creep that retreated upstairs immediately. It was too cowardly to show their face. I mean, I don't blame them. Have you seen my biceps? Anyway, we came across some dead goblinoids and a dead end before finally getting into an intense battle with a chimera that had not one, not two, but three heads. As hard of a battle as it was, Cat and Co reigned victorious, with no help from a virus, mind you. With much more to find, the group descends to the lower level of the ruins. Because, yeah, that's not creepy at all. Episode 29, Goldberry Bargain. Welcome back to another episode of Taverns and Caverns, everyone. This is your dungeon master for the podcast, Haphazard DM. And last time, our party just entered the Goldberry Keep Ruins to be introduced to a three-headed chimera, as well as a shady-looking individual who was in tattered clothing that had the sound of chains dragging beneath his or her feet. And after defeating the Chimera, our party had two choices. They were able to go upstairs into the ruins to the second floor to follow that shady figure, or they could have gone to the stairs leading downwards from the current room that they're in. And if I remember correctly, they chose to go downstairs. So that's where we'll be starting today's session. After the party defeats the Chimera, they begin to head down a spiraling staircase. As you guys are walking down the staircase, you begin to smell this musty, old, cavern, dungeon-like smell, I guess you'd say. But as you continue downwards... You guys soon reach a floor that is meant to be, or at least it looks to be, the dungeons. But the dungeons of these ruins are pretty much destroyed. There's not much for you guys to really look at in the dungeon other than some cells that have been left clean, empty. You don't really notice any corpses or skeletons or any remains like that on this first floor underneath the scent or the main level. So you all decide to go and continue down that spiraling staircase, which soon leads the party to another room, and that musty smell soon becomes obvious to what it is. The next room that our party comes across is one that is basically covered in water all around. As everyone looks around the room, there is dark brownish water that stands at about two feet, three at the most, three feet high from the ground. And you guys can see that there are several little sewer-like wells all around the walls. And on the platform that you guys step down onto, the water hasn't reached it yet, but there is a small walkway that leads to the northern end of the room that leads to a giant wooden door that looks pretty beaten. But it's still closed, and there's no way through the door that you can see at this time. But at this point, I will leave it up to the party to what you guys decide to do at this point in time. There is some light that's shining through the ceilings and the walls 
from the sunlight, but nothing too, there's nothing like, there's no torches or anything like that that brightens the room up for you. It's still fairly dark. What do you guys do? I'm going to roll a perception, see what was going on here. See All if right. I can see anything. Uh, damn! Nice. 24. Nomu looks around and you're just trying to see if you notice anything. Right, like, is there any kind of, like, snakes in the water or whatever kind of water that is? Yeah, so, again, do you have a, do you have um, night vision? Oh, yeah. Or dark, I'm sorry, dark dark vision, I mean. Yep, 60 feet dark vision. Okay, so, as Nomu looks around, he glances around. The first thing that you notice, other than the water, is directly to the party's left on the platform. Mm -hmm. There's two wooden planks leading to a smaller platform. And to the east or the left of the party, there is a dead body. Well, I should say bones that is covered in some tattered clothing. And it looks like that the corpse had some metal armor on it. Mm -hmm. Nomu also notices a few other bodies or corpses of skeletal remains kind of just lying around. To the right of the party, across the water, he notices another skeleton that's kind of halfway over the ledge that's leaning halfway into the water while over the ledge the upper half is hanging onto the ledge so you see that corpse as well or that skeleton i should say and he's also in armor as well you do notice a few snakes but nothing too dangerous looking at this time not none of that anaconda movie type shit No, no. The snakes that you do notice, you probably see about two of them, and they're common-looking snakes. They're probably about, you know, two feet at most. Okay. Ah, I see a a few skeletal remains over here. And I point point to him for uh, ADR since he he can heal check, I guess. Skeletal skeletal remains? Uh, Yeah. ADR's like, I don't fuck with that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to check out that armor, though, that he has on. They look pretty dead to me. Well oh. done. What kind of armor is this thing Eddie. has? Alright, so Nomo goes to the the skeleton yeah. to the left of the party. Mm-hmm. As Nomo looks down at the skeleton, it has very rusted and old arm, like a breastplate on its body with a helmet, a little small capped helmet made out of steel. It's also rusted as well. Nothing fancy looking about the armor. But lying next to the skeleton, Nomu also notices there is a old short sword. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask that next. Is there a weapon next to him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just going to kick that weapon into the uh, brown water. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you- what are you doing? Just wasteful. Hey, I remember the inn. And there was some dead guys coming up the stairs. Yeah. So he's taking precautions. Yeah, he just yeah. kicks it into the brown Making water. Making sure that if... For some reason, they get resurrected. They don't have weapons on them. Like, Camaros, why is this brown? Pretty sure I could finger. take a sack of bones. Camaros is ahead of the team, along with the virus and her zombies, and Camaros shakes his finger at Nomu and the others. <laughs> Smart thinking. Ah, uh, yes, thank you for the praise. He's going to go right back to the party. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong, pussycat? Are you afraid that the skeleton might get up? <laughs> nah, I want to make sure you're nice and safe. He's going to go ahead and reattach himself to his hip. <laughs> you really like following me around, don't you? I am your personal cat now. He thinks you're cute. Does that Enjoy. mean I can pet your belly as well? <gasps> you touch it, I'll eat you. Uh- <laughs> 
<laughs> but I thought you were my personal cat. He doesn't let us touch it either. It's okay. Mm, I touched so- it once. It was smooth. Oh, yeah. Did he kick his back foot? I don't really feel comfortable disclosing that information. (laughs) We don't talk about these things. You're still pretty Uh, new here. I understand. I understand. It's okay. But smart thinking, kicking the sword into the water, causing a little bit of commotion, see if there's any monsters down there in that nasty brownish-looking gunk. But this is why we have zombies. Right, Averis? And Averis, she's kind of looking around the room, seeing if there's anything of value. Obviously, this room is a sewage pin and she's kind of disgusted by the smell and she just shakes her head there's nothing important here but i'll send the zombies ahead to see if there's anything in the water other than snakes and she just like lightly like pushes her wrist with her hand forward as the three zombies that she resurrected from the i believe they were goblins and bugbears last time Mm-hmm. And the three of them jump into the water that's two to three feet high. And and she begins to send them into different directions. One goes to the northeastern side of the room. Another one goes towards the door on the north end that has that uh, the wooden door that's closed. And she sends her last zombie towards the skeleton that's to the right of the party. And as the zombies are slowly walking through the water, none of them really tend to sink or anything like that. So from what you can tell, there's no areas that do sink and nothing really attacks the zombies at this point. And as that happens, Averis looks over at the party. Well, it seems like, at least for now, there's nothing dangerous in the water that's attacking the zombies. But that door there across the room, I'm sure it leads somewhere with possibly, I don't know, treasure or something. So why don't you all... Do me a big favor and go and see if you can open it. You're the woman, Damien. You love treasure. Damien <laughs> pulling his shirt up over his nose. It smells like bounce that ass in here. I don't want to go over there. <laughs> oh, wait, what? <laughs> what? Yaito's coming like down. Bounce that ass in dirty clothes. <laughs> Yaito's still coming down from the staircase and he, he comes from behind. What does that mean, uh, Damien? Smells <laughs> like bounce to what? You know what ass smells like? Ass? I I have I cannot say I've smelt ass before, but if you oh, mean you like, smelled ass. If you mean like poop or farting, yes. I mean, not, yeah, but not as strong. It's almost more uh, lingering in it, a little more stale. It's not as pungent. I can't describe it, man. It just it doesn't smell good. I don't even know why we're having this conversation. It doesn't smell good, and. I don't know, man, if I want anything submersed in this environment. But here's the thing. Bougie, Eddie R., come with me and I'll go. I'm not in a particular uh, position to really be putting myself in danger at the moment. What's dangerous about this? It's a bunch of shallow water. Fine, fine, I'll go. Don't worry, my friend. The zombies are out there to help you, and we'll be back here in case something jumps up at you. Like an alligator. So you don't get dirty. (laughs) I'm fine. I'll go. But before I go, let me drink this potion of healing. Uh, what is everyone? What's everyone's cloak? Um, I'm okay? at 34. Okay. I'm hurt. Sundra, I'm trusting you with my 12. trusty cape. Okay. <gasps> yes. <laughs> if anything happens to it, like it happened to my flask, I know I can't blame you for that, but I'm hurt. Yes. Nice. You will be you, sorry. You know, I'm just gonna go ahead and mage armor. 
<laughs> go ahead and turn that 15 to a 17. All right. Wait, I think I get more now. Let me see. Yaito looks at Nomu. He's going to make a roll really quick. He's going to do... I got a 13 plus my medicine of one. Yaito's able to tell that Nomu's still pretty banged up from the battle with the Chimera. And Yaito looks over at Nomu. Nomu, my friend, you are still pretty hurt. Here, I have an extra one. Take it. And he hands ah. a potion of healing. Are you sure you want to part with this? You might need it. I have <laughs> one more on my body. On your body? Well, I appreciate it. We shall drink milk after this. <laughs> on me. You see, creepy guy, that is how you treat your pets. You do Camel right by them. Cameron looks at... Uh, 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 hush. I already told oh. you. I am not giving you my potions. They're meant for me and me alone. I don't well, care. You don't get to touch his stomach. How, how are you going to touch his stomach and he's not well? So, I'll touch it when he's dead. Oh, uh, did you hear this? You want no more to die? <laughs> of course I don't want you to die. I'm just saying. Sounds like you want him to If I can never touch the belly when you're alive, then I might as well do it if you ever die, right? No, no, that's very creepy. That's very creepy, even coming from me. His fur bristles, his ears go back. Yaito's looking at Camros. This guy is weird. Look, even Yaito thinks you're being weird, and he thinks everyone is nice. Elvirus, why are you hanging out with him? He's crazy. Vicious size. He has his uses. Damn. (laughs) Whoa, whoa. Come on now. Listen, guys, I might be an asshole from time to time, but I do carry my own weight, do I not? We don't know yet. What do you mean? You just fought a three-headed chimera. Did you not see me poke it, stab it, (laughs) smash it, and do all the fancy footwork? (laughs) That's Um, right. I totally forgot. When I was riding that thing like a horse, where were you? I saw you watching me struggle to get across that bridge. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't forget. Yeah, I did watch the struggle. It was hilarious. <laughs> okay, are we going across this thing or what are we doing? Yeah, let's Eddie, go. You should fly because it's gross in here. I don't want you to stink. Let me get on your uh, back. I need to redeem myself. <laughs> I can't do that anymore for today. What? Edr, what does this mean? You cannot do it for the rest of the day. I need to take a rest. He's right. It's exhausting carrying people on your back. <laughs> yeah, we really whiffed it earlier, so. Damien starts rolling up his pants as high as they'll go. I'm going to roll a survival as I step in. That ain't shit. Six. <laughs> Six? What are you uh, <laughs> trying to do with your survival? I was just trying to feel around with my feet in the water, make sure there's nothing alive or any type of boxes or anything. Okay, okay. So as you put your foot down into the water... Your foot touches the ground, and as you're touching it around, it's it, the, the ground under the water feels pretty sturdy. As it may, it's probably made out of stone, just like the platform that you're currently on. But you don't you don't feel anything moving or anything that would obstruct your movement, at least for now, at the beginning of the water that you step into. Ooh, Eddie, are the water's fine. The water, though, is definitely a lukewarm, disgusting, Ugh. brown mm. like that. water that's just been sitting here for who knows how long. Like and Ed's uh, gravy tub. <laughs> it's all waste disposal. Eddie R. hesitantly steps into the water. How vile. 
Please get me out of this. <laughs> Camros just watches you guys step into the water, and he just smiles, and he's, and he's rubbing his hands together. This is oh, I don't like that. Hilarious. I don't like that at all. Camros, <laughs> keep smiling. I'm going to toss you in it. Oh, <laughs> Is that a threat? No, Hilarious? it's a promise. Oh. We're all going to get scurvy. I'm going to cross this. He says stuff like that all the time to me. Don't worry about it, Camaros. Elmo just jumps in. What? You don't even like water. You're a cat. I'm a tiger. It's <laughs> fair. All right, You're so bangled, you... I thought. All right. So you bangle. jump in. Yeah. Yaito is going to stay back with Aviris and Camaros. And I guess Isundra is staying back. Where is Isundra? I don't see her on the map. I'm right here. I'm behind Camaros. Oh, you're on a virus, that's why. No, I'm not. Well, she just scooted. That wasn't me. There you go. <laughs> okay. I'm telling Lunel, you were all up under. <laughs> <laughs> Linnell or Menel? Yeah, all of them. Damn. <laughs> just yes. <laughs> all right. Just yes. So Nomu and Edior have jumped in, and Damon is going forward as well. And you're all crossing to get to the northern northern wooden door right yep okay so go ahead and place your characters wherever you want them to be near that door i guess right here would be good for me soonder is a simp for anyone that is in linnell's family apparently (laughs) the zombie is gonna step back to allow you guys to get onto the platform that's leading to the door and as you guys get close to the platform i want you guys to make me go ahead and make me perception check to see can see anything on the door or anything. Is anyone going to go up to the door to like grab it or anything? No, I want to look first. <laughs> All right, so now we got 10, Damien 22, and Eddie are with a critical a nat 20, the 24 total. So all of you can basically see the door has been caved in somewhat. There mm-hmm. are some cracks on the door. You can't tell what dented the door, but whatever did was pretty big. The dent in the door is probably the size of a giant's fist. The door is pretty wide. It's a 10 foot wide door and it's about 15 feet tall. So it's a pretty large door, but there's that large dent in it. But to the side of the door, there's also a black metal handle and on the handle or above, I should say the handle, there is this key lock that you can see. What do you guys do? Uh, Now this dent in the door, is it facing us? The, The dent is facing inwards. Going oh. into, like, something tried to punch the door open. Oh, boy. From your side. And I don't see anything in here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's, oh, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-oh. Oh. Uh, uh, well, I think you want to try picking this lock? <sighs> sure. Got to do everything around here. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> so, Damon's going to try to pick the lock, or are you going to try and open it first to see if it opens? Um... I mean, I guess. Can we all get on and push it and see attempt. if that works? You can attempt to try and open it that way. All right. All hands on deck, everybody. I mean, that giant's fist couldn't open it. He's loosened it up for us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's push. All right. Make me a strength check. If you're in those zombies. I want, go ahead and make me a, a strength check with advantage. Since there's uh-huh. three of you. Oh, boy. Twelve. <laughs> We'll go with the, we'll go with the highest one since there's three of you. Damn, you guys are weak. Oh my goodness, the highest is a 13 with advantage with all three of you? <laughs> <laughs> so, the three of you 
go to push the door open, and as the three of you try to push, nothing. It doesn't even budge. It doesn't budge. Camros is at the very back, and he's watching you guys. Oh, you guys all right over there? The ground is slippery. (laughs) What is the point of these zombies, and they're not going to help? How many adventurers does it take to open the door? (laughs) So far, there's three. How many more are we going to need? I got a solution for this. I'm going to pull out a vial of acid. <laughs> you made okay. acid and use that. I know. Damn right. Um, and I'm going to just pour it on the hinges. All right. You're going to waste acid before I get the chance to... Vial of acid! <laughs> uh, apparently so. You vial pour- of acid. You want the acid before she tries to pick it? All right, fine. You pick it first. <laughs> fine. I'll just cork it right back up. I mean, it's up to you. You can if you want. I'm, I'm corking it. <laughs> All right. You want me to do a sleight of hand? Or? Uh, go ahead and uh, just make me... You have thieves kit, right? A thieves tool? Yes. All right. So go ahead and make me a dexterity saving throw. 17. Mm-hmm. Okay. Damien goes down to attempt to pick the lock with his lock pick. And it takes him a few minutes, but after a few moments or so... Damien hears a click. Uh-oh. Sounds like success. Uh, what lies behind the door will determine success. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damien just starts to push it open. All right. As Damien slowly begins to push the door open, the door slowly creaks. It's still uh-huh. a pretty heavy door to push open, considering there's the large dent in it, and it's kind of wobbled and off some of the hinges due to whatever hit it. But you are, as you're slowly opening the door, I'm going to make a roll. Oh, no. Alright, so I rolled a 9. Plus, so what is everyone's passive perception? 15. 13. 14. Do you need mine too? Yes. Or am I too far away? You're fine. 17. Okay, so everyone passed. As Damien slowly creaks the door open, the whole party can hear movement all around mm. the room. Around the room? Like the room loud, we're in? Loud tapping. That ass bouncing. From the walls where the <laughs> holes in the sewage on the walls are. And the party can hear to the left of them. They see as they hear this several steps coming through one of these sewage holes. Out comes a large, dark beast with two claws and a large stinger. A large mm-hmm. scorpion shows oh, up no. from the sewage hole. And to the right of the room, another large scorpion comes out. And both of them what? begin to hiss at the party. I need everyone to start making me initiative. All right. But before you do that... Oops. <laughs> Alright, go ahead. I'll add Nomu. Alright. 15 for NPCs will be 15. You've been playing Fallout, haven't you? Fucking scorpions. No. <laughs> I have not been playing Fallout. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. And I need Julian to make me a roll. Oh, I rolled a nat 20 for monsters. Oh, no. What? No, you didn't. I did. I don't see it in the chat. It's on my notes. All right. So the turn order goes. Scorpions. Eddie R. 
Damien, NPCs, Isundra, and then Nomu. Damn, bottom. So as these large scorpions come out from the large sewage holes on the walls, both of them are hissing out, and the one on the left quickly lunges from the hole into the water, and it attacks this zombie to the left of the party. And as it attacks, it's able to swing both its claws at it and its tail. And the scorpion's claws come down, and one of the claws hits the zombie and is able to grapple it and do damage. And then the other claw comes around, and it grabs the upper half of the zombie, and it grapples it with the claw, and the stinger comes down, doing damage to the zombie with its stinger. But let me roll. And with the damage here... As you guys see the scorpion jump down, it lunges at the zombie, grapples it with both of its claws, and the stinger stings it in the face. The scorpion's claws grow or cling tighter to the zombie, and it pulls the zombie apart, instantly killing it. I'm glad I didn't go necromancer, man. It feels like they fucked up so easy. Damn. (laughs) The other scorpion jumps from the sewage hole on the right side of the room down at this zombie and he or she or it I should say attempts to attack that zombie as well and it too hits with all three attacks Mm. or enough damage to kill it that scorpion comes down as well with its claws and it basically just grabs the zombie by the neck and it cuts the head straight off and the zombie drops to the ground instantly dying and it both of them fail their, I meant to do this, but both of them fail that their undead fortitude saves. They're both dead. As this happens, Averis just sighs, and she's just like, ah, again? And Camaros is looking at the two scorpions. Oh, I've always hated scorpions. Uh, <laughs> get them, y'all. I'll leave this to you guys. What? I mean, I'll help, but... It's up to you guys, right? And with that, Eddie, you're next. What do you do? Uh, this, is a, this is a nightmare scenario for the synth. Oh. <laughs> Let's see. Why is it a nightmare scenario? Because I've got no spell slots. <laughs> yeah. Eddie is going to cast Spiritual Weapon. All right. So I'll uh, go ahead and make a copy of your icon so you can... I got, I got one from Oh, okay. Previously. There you go. Let's drag it down. There you go. Uh, targeting the scorpion on the left. All right. That uh, is going to make a roll of hits, which is 1d20 plus 6, I do believe. 16 will hit. Nice. Uh, the 1d8 plus 6 damage. Get it in. Yep. Mm-hmm. While you can. For 10 damage. Nice. The spiritual uh, weapon forms and it cuts deep into the scorpion's side. Eddie, are you still have an action and a movement? Uh, I am going to bunker down. Let's see what action can I do. At least you have. I think you have an action, right? To summon yeah, that's that a, a bonus. That's a that's a bonus. Yeah. Okay. I will use sacred flame, which is a uh, dexterity saving throw. Fail or I think uh, yeah, if it fails, it's dexterity saving throw it takes one d eight radiant damage. All right. Uh, so, same DC should be fifteen. All right. Same one that you attacked with your spiritual weapon. Yep. All right, I rolled a five, so it fails. 1d8 radiance. All right, for an additional six damage. Nice. 
then I will bunker down right here, cut my movement in half, and toss down the shield. All right. Fresh force. Perfect. Damien, you're next. <sighs> All right, I'm going to armor up, add one to my AC, put me at 18, and I'm going to fire a short bow attack at that same scorpion that ADR is working on. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, 23 will hit. So plus sneak attack damage. Yep, because you have your sneak attack because it is there is an enemy next to it. All right. 14. 14 damage. Nice. My socks are wet. <laughs> <laughs> There's no going back. Do you uh, stand your ground there? Yes. Okay. It is now the NPC's turn. And as this is going on, Camros, he just... Ugh, I don't want to jump in this water, but it looks like I'm going to have to. Take a and dip. He's going to jump down into the murky water, and he's going to slowly move around towards the corpse here. There's a large boulder in the water, and he's going to try and sneak around it. He's going to make a hide attempt. Natural 20. Nice. And he hides behind the large boulder here, attempting to wait and see if the scorpion's going to come his way or attack someone else. Yaito is going to step forward on the platform, still in the beginning, and he holds his hands out, and he shoots a firebird at the scorpion to the right, closest to him, the opposite scorpion that you guys attacked, and he is able to hit it. And Yaito is able to do eight damage to the scorpion to the right, and Virus, she just sighs, she holds her hand out, and she says to her zombie, kill it. And the zombie, or the last of the three, begins to make its way towards the scorpion. And it's able to get towards the scorpion where it swings its fist, and it does damage of five to the scorpion. Damn. The zombie just punches the shit out of the scorpion. And at this point, Averis is going to use her action, and she is going to cast a spell called Chill Touch attempt to hit the scorpion that her zombie just hit and she's able to hit it and she deals 2d8 so that will be seven points of damage to that scorpion and that will be the npcs isundra you're next i mean i guess i'm out of spells so i don't know why i'm acting like i'm gonna have to think about it no it's fine i'll just use eldritch last okay i'll get in front of i'm not in the stink stuff though you're still on the platform. You're at the edge of the platform by moving. Yes, there. I'd like to make that clear. <laughs> you don't get that? Your- no. I have all that fur on my shoulders. I don't want it to get it dirty. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, sure. How's my oh. cape? She she has that, that white wolf pelt from Scar. She doesn't want to yeah, get off. Yeah, she tried to shit on me. Damn. <laughs> Correction, the- she did shit on me. <laughs> I'm going to use Eldritch Blast on this motherfucker. Alright, so Isundra is able to hit with Eldritch Blast, so go ahead and roll your damage. For 8 damage. Damn, it's trash. So, Isundra shoots out an Eldritch Blast, dealing 8 damage to the Scorpion, and you did it to the one that Averis and the zombie? To my right, yeah. Okay, so that one takes an additional 8 damage. Does Isundra do anything else? Uh, no. Okay. Nomu, you are up. Alright. Um, well, he's gonna 
stay where he's at and whip out the longbow and play a game of notch draw loose on this scorpion right there where the zombie's attacking. Okay. 18. That will hit. Notch draw loose. 11. Nice. For 11 damage, arrow goes flying through the sky over the zombie and it hits the scorpion in the side for 11 damage. Take that, you big bastard. (laughs) Do you do anything else? Um, no. All right. The scorpion's turn. The scorpion that was attacked by the spiritual weapon, it doesn't really acknowledge it, and it just begins to charge its way towards Ediar, running through the water as quick as it can. And as it comes towards Ediar, it comes down with both of its claws to attack you. What is your AC? That, uh... Three force cover, I have 22 AC. All right. The first claw misses you. The second claw misses you, but its tail comes down, attempting to sting you. You don't get it by that. I rolled an 18 plus <laughs> four, 22. That hits. Ediar <laughs> takes. Seven damage from the sting, but I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. Roll fire. Constitution eight. Please. Oh, oh, it's not a fire! That ain't fire, man. Yeah. Look as, as the tail stings Eddie on the shoulder, he feels poison seeping into his shoulder, and this poisonous pain from his shoulder begins to burn. And Eddie R, you take 4d10 damage. Jeez. Oh. What? Is Eddie R going to die? 9 plus 9 is 18. What? What? Plus eight. <laughs> Do you see how he lies? Right. Plus two. <laughs> Talking about 9 plus eight. 9 plus so, 8. 18 plus the 8 plus the 2. Oh my god. What the fuck? Eddie R is dead. 28. Not, I don't think I'm dead, but what's that number total? Math is hard. So I said, what, 18 plus 8, so that's 26, and then plus 2, 28 total. Yep. I'm glad I healed before this. That was a wise decision. You can't let this dirty water get in your wound. (laughs) The other scorpion hisses at the zombie, and it attacks the zombie that just punched it in the face with a claw. First one actually misses. Second Second claw misses as well. The tail comes down. The tail will hit. And the zombie oh. takes seven, oh, yeah, seven damage. But it is immune to poison, so the poison does not hurt the zombie. The zombie's still alive. Eddie R, your turn. Eddie R will use uh, Cure Wounds at level one, because I only have level one spell slots left. Uh, so 1d8 plus six. All right. Uh... So I will heal myself for 13. Alright. Uh, yeah, the spiritual weapon will attack. 13? That will miss. I will remain in three-force cover. Alright. Eddie R, I mean, Damien, you are next. You see Eddie R, he, he ducks under his, his shield, avoiding the claws, but you see the stinger from the tail come above the shield and hit him in the shoulder. What do you do? Scream. That's fucked up. Eddie, I'm sorry that happened to you. I'll do my best to avenge you. 
After all, I'm not you dead did yet. Well- Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he put in your shoulder. You're already part wolf. I don't know if your heart can take it. <laughs> um. So, shit. Fuck it. I'm gonna kind of move a little closer and do two attacks. One with the rapier. One with the short sword. Ooh. And sneak attack, yes. Yeah. Alright, so the rapier and the short sword both hit, and you get a critical on your short sword of flames kiss. So the first For Eddie R <laughs> So you have a total of let's see here, five plus your thirteen sneak attack, plus six from fire, and then another fourteen. Alright. How do you kill the scorpion? I'm I'm screaming for Eddie R as I'm slashing wildly <laughs> in an X like motion. Alright. So you pierce the scorpion, and you just do your your uh, what's the move? The uh, your berserker barrage or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> berserking, piercing barrage of whatever, and you slay the large scorpion. It screeches out and it just drops down into the water, lifeless before you. Damien, breathing heavily, you'll never hear the end of this, dog. I get to rub your belly. But I don't want to. It's a dangerous belly. <laughs> Does Damien do anything else with the movement? Um, I'm going to go back up toward Nomu. Okay. All right. Is the NPCs. The zombie swings its fist again at the other scorpion. It's able to hit for uh, three damage. Nice. And as the zombie is punching it, Yaito and the virus both Cast spells. Yaito shooting another firebird, and he hits it. And Averis is another chill touch, and she hits it. And they're both combined are able to do seven and then thirteen. Both of them do twenty points of damage to it. And Camros, he is going to come around that boulder that he was hiding behind, and he jumps out at the scorpion to attempt to sneak attack it, and he's able to hit. And his sneak attacks for d6. So 15 damage plus his rapier. The 6 plus his dex. Alright, so he is able to deal massive damage to it. And he comes from behind, piercing it from the back, going into its butt. <laughs> where the tail is. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know. That was a really Sundra moment. It was. And as he does that, the Scorpion kind of flinches and then drops into the water dead. (laughs) (laughs) And Camros just slowly pulls his rapier out of the scorpion and he sees the scorpion's blood dripping and he's also standing in the murky water. Is there poop? He's like, no, there's no poop. But you put it in his butthole. Jesus, don't act like it's a crazy question. (laughs) Camros looks disgusted. He takes a cloth out from his pocket and he kind of just cleans his rapier off and he sheaths it. Ugh. Disgusting. How are you doing over there, Eddie R? Cleric? I saw you get stung. Did it hurt? Alive. And yes, it hurt a lot. Oh my god, Eddie R, do you have poison? I don't think it was anything of a permanent affliction. Just a lot of pain at the moment. You don't know that. You should ask the DM. <laughs> DM? Yes, DM. <laughs> 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 
You have spoken, my child. Speak. You have spoken. Is this a debuff or just damage taken? It is only damage, my good sir. Um, cool. Cool, cool. I'm going to try to, I'm going towards one of those scorpion tails. I'm going to sap some of that poison into one of my vials. Okay. Yeah. Pretty sure it's all in me now. Yeah, just get it out of Eddie R's wound. <laughs> you got to suck it out of his shoulder? <laughs> no, I'm going straight for the tail. You got to suck it out like a right. snake. We have to get it out. Eddie R, sit, stand still. <laughs> Damien pulls his sleeves up. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. Some Damn. reason I don't trust you. Get one of those uh, zombies to suck it out. He takes the poison, he takes the bit sight, almost like a pimple, and starts squeezing it on both Ew. sides. Yeah, scorpion venom. Times Ew. one. Don't yeah. fight it! I'm fighting it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop flexing! You're making it harder! Stop flexing. Canros comes from behind. I don't think it's gonna work that way. I saw a few drops. Do you have a better idea? Uh, he'll be fine. It's just a scorpion. Don't listen to him, Eddie R. He wants the to poison won't kill you. If it hasn't killed you already, then you're fine. Trust me. I don't me. think that that's a good way to live your life. It's really not. <laughs> As someone who's worked in the medical field, I would agree with cameras. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> shit, fine. I don't want to squeeze the juice out of your arm any day of the week. Snooter <laughs> wants to jump to these platforms. Okay. But she rolled a 10. She's able I was say, you had a roll for that. Yeah, I did. To, oh. She's able to do it with a 10. I mean. Oh, I'm so graceful. Suck it. Suck she, it, you guys. She jumps, but she almost falls over while doing so. Oh, but, way to ruin but, my cool moment. But, after yeah, I already you rolled a 10. That's yeah, average. Oh. Trash. Trash. <laughs> so you guys get to that door that's only slightly creaked open. As you're all over there near the platform leading to that doorway, are you guys going to fully push it in? Or are you guys going to do something else? No, I'm opening this door. I want out of this room. <laughs> okay. Yeah, thanks. So as you open that door, you push it open finally, and it leads into a long, dark hallway. Pitch black, no light whatsoever. Averis looks at the rest of you. I understand that some of you have. Dark vision, and that's perfectly okay. However, I what? want to make sure that we can see everything. And she snaps her that? fingers. As she snaps her fingers, she creates a dancing light that begins to dance in front of the party. It's a small little fire like orb and just floats there. And as she's having her little dancing light go forward, it lights up the hallway for you all. And as you guys look down, the long corridor you don't really notice anything really that stands out on the walls you do notice there are some decorations there's some paintings extremely old paintings and there is also some decorative equipment on the walls like swords being hung up with a shield or whatnot very old ancient weapons but they're more decorative than they are realistically reliable in combat and Camros, he just goes, mmm, and he taps his chin as he walks to the closest <laughs> painting on the right side of the wall in the corridor. He looks at the painting. Well, what do we have here? I'm sure this would be worth pretty, pretty gold or two. Probably at least, I'd say a couple hundred. This is a decent painting of, of the ocean. It's pretty big, though. I'll have to sack it on our way out of here. I call this painting. Sack it? Yes. You're going to do what? 
Seconds. Have you never heard that term before? What are you going to do to it? I don't. That sounds gross. I don't think that. I'm going to sack it. I'm gonna put it in my sack. (laughs) Yeah. What? What is there not to understand? (laughs) Nothing. We don't have homes to put paintings in. We don't care. Yeah, that's super true. (laughs) I think you should. We don't go. You're tripping. Gaito's in the back. (laughs) I'm not going to waste my tea bags on that. Uh. <laughs> Camros just looks at looks at you all. Unbelievable. Heathens, yeah. all of you. Yato really has teabagged this every morning for like yep. a week. I have several more tea bags in my bag if you'd like some tea. <laughs> but I don't think right now is the proper time. Yeah. yeah. Either. Let's take more look at this fucking hallway. <laughs> All right. So as you guys looked uh, further into the hallway with a dancing light, able to light up the hallway for you, the long corridor continues for quite some time. There aren't any skeletons or bodies or corpses or anything like that in this hallway like there were in the prior room. None of the sewage water has made its way into this hallway. But you guys eventually come across a fork. In the road, I should say. There is a pathway leading left and a pathway leading right. And at this point, Averis and Camaros look around. And Averis just folds her arms and she begins to think for a moment. And Camaros looks around. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like we should split up here. Oh, already? I shall go with you. I thought you'd never ask. I am over this dude. No, it, I, I don't, don't necessarily agree, but it might be our only option. Uh, I shall travel with Camomile. Camaros <laughs> looks at the party, and he, he I already know exactly what Averis is thinking. There's two pathways here. We're deep underneath the Goldberry Keep ruins. It can't continue for too much longer. We've already passed the dungeons. We just passed the sewage room. I can't imagine there being much more below. So, we should split up in two groups. Averis and I, I already know she's going to say Camros and I, because I know Averis all too well. We can take one way, and the rest of you can go the other. How about that? No. Actually, we can't tell who finds what treasure. That was the whole point. We agreed on a contract, remember? But how do I know you're going to honor it if I'm not there to watch you? Well, how am I know you're not going to honor it if you're not there to if I'm not there to watch you? I'm a lion sack of shit. You don't. So how about we all just stick together? That's why we have an Eddie R. He is a snitch. Well, (laughs) damn, you're a narc. He is. I'm a man of honor. An arc. <laughs> and that, that is what you label it, then sure. An arc. Goddamn narcs. what is going to come in handy. Listen, Averis and I do things better on our own. And I'm assuming that you all do better as a team. Do we really want to split up and we end up fighting and you're with me and I attempt to not help you and I run away? Hmm? Are you I mean, we it? just fought something together and it went pretty quickly. Yeah, that's true. But that was a large room, and there was no other way to go other than this doorway. So obviously, we had to go the same direction. I'm. But so you only helped for your own benefit. Thank you for admitting that. 
I mean, we already knew that. Of course. But dude, I got a family. I do not want to be here all day. That's why we're splitting up. If we split up, we have, we cover more ground this way. Okay, let's, fine. Let's, fine. Please, please, do not betray no more. Averis looks at the group. I will make sure he doesn't take any of the treasure. We will see if there's anything of danger, and then we will meet up with you at this fork, and we will check the treasures all together. How about that? Mm. I that give you the word of a dark moor. Mm. That sounds fine. But before we start, hell? do we want to take a rest of any sort? <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, not particularly healthy myself. And here's like, fucking please. And I, I don't have any stats. <laughs> yeah, how do please sleep? Please, with no energy. Camros just smiles at Ediar. Looks like the narc needs to rest a little bit. <laughs> well, if we're gonna rest, it should probably be here at this fork. We can see anything that comes at us from these three directions. I would say we don't rest for very long. We don't know what is down these corridors, and it stinks down here. I don't have to be here longer than we need to be. I mean, I guess I'm alright for resting a little bit here, if you all want to do a, a short rest. Yeah, no one's going to put up a coin trap with string, just in can case. We, can we do a longer rest? <laughs> <laughs> and Eric's like, please. I do not wish to stay here for too long, but if everyone else wants to stay here for longer, I guess. No one wants to stay in this stank-ass room. Adir has no spells. Or no. life. A short rest will get him how many? Yaito, Yaito, A short rest will get me none. Yaito oh. sits down and cross-legged, and he begins to pull out some of the cups from his bag. Oh, I have the tea bags right here. If you'd like to <laughs> tea while we rest. Well, we might as well. I'm going to set traps. All right, so you have three different pathways you have to keep watch while you're resting. There's the left, the right, and then the path you just came from. So you're kind of just sitting here in this fork. You're all kind of congregated together in this corridor. The corridor is only about 10 feet wide, always. So there's not a lot of room. So you kind of like, you're all kind of spread out a little bit along this fork. Mm -hmm. So is everyone trying to do a long rest then? I mean, that's, it's really up to Ediar. Uh, it really is only up to Ediar. <laughs> okay. I've got 15 HP and no spells. <laughs> All I right. So, I need long rest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will allow the long rest in the in the Goldberg Keep Ruins at this particular moment. So it's going to take us like, like seven years to get through this fucking place. <laughs> so if, if you guys decide to do a long rest, then uh, you guys are able to take the eight hours to get your full rest, so everyone's HP is full. You got your spells back. I'm going to make a roll, though. Alright. This is going to go through my trap. Alright. Alright, so I want everyone to make me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, God. Jeez. No! <laughs> Thanks, ADR. Alright. You're welcome. Isundra, wisdom saving throw for me, please. All right. Damien and Ediar are fine. They rest like babies if they choose to do so. However, during the eight hours long rest, Nomu and Isundra, as you guys are resting, you both hear this voice in the distance. You don't know exactly where it's coming from. 
but you both hear a voice and both of you hear it speak to you and the voice sounds very thick and has this deep demonic like tone to it and all you can hear it say to you is have you come for the deal have you come to offer your souls to the draconic goddess Tiamat. And that's oh, all you no. hear. Uh, is it speaking draconic? It is speaking to you in common tongue. So you, okay. can, you can understand. Am I able to respond to it in draconic? <clears throat> Do you know draconic? Yes. Yeah, you may if you wish, but it is a it's more so a voice you hear in your head than you do physically. So no one else can hear it but you, the two of you. All right. So what do you say to it if you're thinking in your mind by talking? But we're like passed out, right? No, you're resting or however. This can be when you're in your sleep or if you're just sitting around. Put it this way, the voice is coming to you telepathically through your mm-hmm. head. So. Yeah, Noma was just saying it out loud in Draconic. I don't know if anybody understands. He's going to say, um, who struck this deal? You said who struck this deal? Yeah, who struck this deal? Okay. And you say that, does anyone know Draconic? No. Okay, so, so no one understands him. Uh, Averis, however, will understand that. And as he says that, she hears you. And she kind of looks over at Nomu, kind of raising an eyebrow at him. At the same time, I think Yaito also understands that he knows Draconic as well. He also says to end it, why offer that soul? And that's it. All right. What does Isundra do? Isundra thinks that it's Napoleon. Okay. She didn't fucking know what it's about. Right, right. Napoleon. It's not funny. Napoleon, Napoleon, Napoleon does not answer you at all. Motherfucker. <laughs> He's really letting me down recently. Damien no thinks he's kind of dreaming, so he's tossing and turning. No, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it. Why not? Did she hear? Did Damien hear? She did hear not. It? She did not. Oh, wait, we don't. So it was only for. It's only Nomu those and two. you guys made your wisdom saving throw. So. Oh yeah. duh. Yes. Well, I was like, uh, okay, so I've noticed. You're gonna have to edit this out. Because <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes on my not so bright moments, it's like, okay. oh, so so that made the cut. Going <laughs> <laughs> to edit that out, You're just on the podcast being stupid as fuck. <laughs> Say right now, no more tired no more. <laughs> I'm jealous. The voice after Nomu speaks back in Draconic, you ask who struck this deal, and the voice doesn't answer you, but a few seconds later. The voice speaks up again. Come and free yourself from the material plane. Ooh. Obtain strength beyond your imagination. All That's you why it can't be Damien. Is offer ah. your soul to the draconic goddess, Tiamat. And at that point, the voice kind of fades away from Nomu's head. And it doesn't answer you back. For the duration of your arrest. Mm-mm. What the hell was that? Averis looks over at Nomu. You spoke to yourself in Draconic. Why? No, 
I did not speak to myself. Somebody was asking me to offer my soul to the goddess, the draconic goddess of Tiamat. Who the hell was that? Somebody was talking to you? Did anyone else hear this voice? It was talking it, about It a was deal. Napoleon. <laughs> Who? Napoleon. Who? Oh. <laughs> you know Napoleon, Nomu. Oh, your imaginary friend. It's not a imaginary friend. Even Nomu heard it this time. That was Maybe not Napoleon. That was some... I don't know who it was. But he wanted me to come my soul. Camros. He doesn't have Napoleon jokes. Camros looks at the two of you. I don't know who this Napoleon is. However, I do know of the draconic goddess. Did Nomu say what it Hyamath. was? That's what you said, boy, right? Boy. I, I did. What do you know about it? Hmm. You don't know of the legendary ultimate dragon goddess, Tiamat? Tiamat? Ultimate How do you want to say it? It's the only other titan goddess that matches that of Reverie. Why does it want my soul? It's an evil dragon god. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Why is it here? Lay off the catnip. At this Averis point. just, she was reading her book and she just shuts it slowly. And she looks at Nomu, Andy, Sundra. Did you both hear the exact same message about this draconic goddess? What did you hear from your Napoleon friend, Isundra? I, he's just joking about like wanting my soul, but I already gave it to him, so I don't really understand what he's talking about. <laughs> so it seems, though, that the both of you heard the same voice. And Averis is going to look around. Interesting. It would be wise that we continue with utmost caution. Yeah, so probably we shouldn't split up. No. <laughs> I am interested no. in something else. We will go to the left. You take the right. There is something. You just don't want to be around us now that this crazy shit is happening. I can tell. You may have a point. <laughs> I don't really care to be around any of you, really. Oh. I have to do what Damn. I have to do in order to Rude, survive these dungeons. But I would be careful of that voice. If you run into anything while we're in these dungeons, do not accept any offers, no matter how good it may sound. You understand me? Looking at Damien. <laughs> Who are you talking to? What kind of offers? No more stress as fuck, though. Furs bristling. Listen, do not, again, do not accept any offers from anyone, no matter how good the deal sounds. Do you understand? No deals. Deal or no deal? <laughs> no deals. What? No deals. Okay. The draconic goddess Tiamat is the goddess that Xandos of the Raging Fire followed and worshipped. Xandos? Xandos is the red dragon that I spoke to you about that landed in the Greythorn Forest many, many oh. years ago that battled Solaris. Understand? Ooh. Yeah, so I'm not very religious, I'm sorry. You don't have to be religious to know of this story. I grew up in the forest, okay? 
Calm down. Well, it's time to learn, sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Do not accept any bargains unless you truly wish to offer your soul to the draconic goddess. And if that's something you wish to do, it is something I can guarantee you is worse than having your soul ripped apart by the vile seven. And Averis is going to slowly stand up. And while this was all happening, this was towards the end of your long rest. So everyone has their HP back and your spells. And Averis is going to slowly begin to pack her things, her book. And she has the zombie still standing there. Let us continue. I do not wish to stay in these Goldberg Keep ruins for much longer. Let us finish finding what's down below. We will take the left path. You take the right. Once we're done, we will take to the upper floors of the ruins. Understood? Yes, ma'am. All right. So with that, Averis begins to head towards the left path with Camaro slowly falling behind. And he looks back at the rest of you. Now, now, no taking treasure. If you do, you take all of it and you show it to us. Understood? Shut up. Same for you. Of As course. You I said I'm a man of my word. I ain't gonna sack the treasure like I'm gonna sack that painting back there. Okay? <laughs> okay? You're doing a lot of sacking. Oh, that painting must be fire. I gotta... Let me take a better look. It's gonna get me at least 500 gold. <laughs> <laughs> and he begins to walk Cameras. down the hallway with a virus. I'll Yaito. choose to trust you this time. Oh, it's, 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 I'll make sure my party doesn't do the same. Deal? Understood. Deal. Trust me, Camaros will not betray the contract that we have made between the two parties. You have my word of a Darkmoor. If we betray the contract, it only will sully the name of my family. Okay? Understood? We're good. Deal. All right. Let's go. Meet back here as soon as possible. She's not here for us. With that, everyone... I will go ahead and wrap up this episode of Taverns and Caverns there. Thank you for listening. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to another episode of Taverns and Caverns. This is your Dungeon Master, Ryan, at HaphazardDM on Twitter. That's where you can find me. And you can also follow some of our other players. Hi, everybody. I'm Felicia. I play Sundra, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dagger Tribal. And I'm Bri. I play Damien and Desiree. You can follow me at blaze underscore nbk on Twitter. That's my new name. And Instagram is just blaze nbk, no space. I'm Julian, uh, also playing Eddie R. You can follow me at jwplay0 on Twitter or jwplay0 on YouTube. I'm Robert Jones, and I don't have social media, but I am on YouTube. You can find me at truebone, that's T-R-U, bone. I make simple videos by putting video games to movies. All right. Awesome. Blood and bone. That's all I thought about. (laughs) That's our players. Again, thank you for listening. And you can follow us again on Twitter at Taverns Caverns. Cool. And that's it. See you guys next time. All right.